Oh my God, I'm so happy you're here. And now I am a little bit regretting taking that last hit <laughs> before we started. <laughs> Embrace it. I'm embracing it. I'm embracing it. is your hostess, Ani Moosh, here back again, another week at House Ho. And today, we have a very, very special guest, my new amazing friend, hilarious comedian, podcaster, Natalie Cuomo. Welcome to the podcast. Yay, thanks for having me. Oh my God. I'm just gonna make a quick announcement before Mm -hmm. we begin. And I'm happy that you're here for it because on the last episode with Leo, I was, I was, kind of being a little bit hard on myself that I didn't finish my coloring book by my birthday. But guess what I did, guys? I finished my coloring book. Yay, it's done. It's done. The editor, Alik, she's looking at it right now. And then it'll be it's going to be out soon. So I'm really excited. And Natalie, I'm happy you're here for me to make that announcement because you were like the last person to kind of like be like, why are you putting this off? <laughs> I am so excited for you. (laughs) Thank you. It's been like, God, since September I've been working on this. That's amazing. And I'm like, I'm so, so, so proud of it. I've been talking about it in every single episode of this podcast. So this is like, I already feel the good energy of this podcast. Okay, cool. Um, I can't wait to get into this because you just started doing your podcast help here at Too Mm -hmm. Much Content. And we were so happy to have you come over here because like the first time you came over, it was immediate good vibes. And I just like felt like you're a great person that I wanted to like be around. Like I really liked your energy. So (laughs) I definitely wanted to have you on the podcast. I'm glad we're happy to make this happen. And I wanted to get in a little bit to like your background. I know you talk about a lot on podcasts and we don't have to spend too much time on it, but um, you're you do comedy. How long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, Four and a half years. Four and a half years. And I, I know you have like a theatrical background mm-hmm. first I want to ask you about it like where did that even begin and then where did comedy play into it like where when did you start thinking about comedy like in your background hmm. I started doing theater like since I was a kid like mm-hmm. I was afraid of the auditorium when I was in kindergarten really so I like wouldn't go in there and every day you had to go in the auditorium mm-hmm and so my mom signed me up for an acting class and then I fell in love with it and was like obsessed with theater since I was a kid and um, stand-up kind of came into the picture when I started kind of losing confidence in acting. I started like reevaluating myself as a performer and thinking like what would be a better vessel for me to express myself. How old were you at this point? Maybe like 20. You were 20. So what was happening when you were 20? I was... um. I was in Stella Adler Acting Conservatory. Okay. Maybe I was 21, 22. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how did you, like, what was your experience there? Um, It was okay. I didn't, like, I didn't love it. It yeah. was, it just wasn't, it wasn't. It was the ceiling that you need to break out of. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I talk about this a lot on my podcast, too. Like, I feel like the transition into, like, another profession sometimes is really scary for people and like that sort of uh, apprehension not knowing like uh, I'm scared I don't know if I want to like go and do this is it something that I can like actually be successful at and um, I felt that way like going between design and then into like the entertainment industry but as I like think about it in the last like three years like I also did like theater as a kid and I was always like trying to be like in the spotlight in some way, but I never cared about like fame or anything like that. I just liked like making my friends and like family laugh and like everybody around me, I wanted everybody to be in a good mood. You know what I mean? Totally. And I felt like entertainment was like something that people can like escape in, you know? So in the last like couple of years, I've been learning a little bit more about like what are people's different type of like escapism. You know what I mean? Um, when I first started dating Irish, I, I never like played video games or anything like that. Mm. And he loves video games. And I didn't really understand until like I started dating him that something like that, like that kind of like escapism 
can also like train you like in life and stuff like that. Do you feel? I feel like to apply that skill of like steadiness. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I see that. Yeah. I it's interesting. I never really thought of like it as an escape. Like I I feel like for me what I loved about theater and stand up because I was never really into like movies and stuff like that even mm-hmm. though I still re- I like movies was just like that shared experience with a room and like that's why I've always been drawn to live performance. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like that com- community experience. Yeah. But I do see that and then I also like that feeling of like time not existing anymore. Yeah. And I think that's what drew me to it. It was like the only thing that I could do where like I wasn't thinking about time and I was just kind of getting lost in it. So I see that as like the yeah. escapism thing or yeah. like the flow. But in life, I don't know. I feel like my ability to dissociate has just <laughs> come from I don't I don't know. I don't know. I actually really love um you like spark something in my mind. Um the the idea of like that community sort of instance in any sort of like live performance or even in like the practice space like um my really good friend alex uh he's been in a band like the entire time that i've known him since like middle school and my, one of my favorite memories and like i hated i fucking hated high school mm-hmm. <laughs> he Me fucking too. hated high school but my favorite memories are like they used to practice in the auditorium when like no one was there after school and I would just like chill on the stage with them. Oh, you know, it was just so much fun. I, I didn't care. I felt good. I was fucking horny, like listening to people (laughs) play like live music, being a high school kid and shit. And I just thought it was that, that like sense of community is like something that I always kind of like create. I'm an only child also. So yeah, you're also an only child, right? Yeah. So like, that's like something that I always like feel like I need to create around me all the time. Like, when I was a kid, uh, I feel like my mom had like a lot of friends around me all the time. So I feel like now I always, or as as I was growing up, I felt like I had to do that. Mm-hmm. But now as an adult, like in real, as a 30 year old, I'm kind of like, I, I need two people and that's it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I feel like there's like, I feel like being an only child, now I'm realizing that I'm very comfortable being alone in yeah. a way I didn't think that I would be. So many people are afraid of that. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I feel like it's kind of a superpower that we have in a way. It's true. It yeah. is true. I It's interesting because I also have never really understood video games, but I just started playing them recently, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize like how much of a community thing that they can be. Yeah. And like I guess I always saw them as something that someone might play like individually, but now that I've been playing video games on Twitch, like it just feels like so a much huge community on Twitch. It feels Twitch. like a community. Like, yeah. And it feels like that in the same way that maybe like live performance would mm-hmm. and it it is like that kind of escapism and like that sense of losing time. So like I see that kind of yeah. connection that you're making there. Yeah. I'm just so talk. A, let's let's get a little bit more into that. So you started comedy about four years ago. Um, what was the thing that made you say, I'm going to do this every fucking day? Um, I guess. I had uh, I had kind of given up on everything and I was like working at this coffee shop Mm -hmm. and um, then I went to this like movie premiere and the like main characters in the movie were like these girls that were my age Mm -hmm. and I was introducing myself to everyone as like I was like yeah my name is Natalie I work in coffee and everyone was like a director and blah 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 and then I was like what the fuck am I doing like (laughs) why is this my life that I've just been like oh I'm gonna work in coffee I'm the manager now and then I'm gonna like work in sales and that's like gonna be my life like Mm -hmm. what the fuck am I doing so like the next day I went to an open mic and then I literally went to an open mic every single day after that. That's awesome. It's something I had been thinking about for a while. Like that Thanksgiving, I had like told my jokes to like my family or whatever, mm-hmm. but I, I had never really believed in myself enough to do it. And then that kind of feeling of like that situation forcing me to look at myself. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just yeah. going to go to an open mic it's funny because i i always reference rupaul's drag race but i love rupaul's drag race another thing irish introduced me to but um rupaul always says like that first failure is like very freeing and it's like i think that like failure is the most freeing thing ever Mm -hmm. because then you're like all right fuck it i'm just gonna go to this fucking open mic because now i'm like 
seeing myself and there's nothing wrong with being like oh I work in coffee but that's not the vision that I had for my life yeah and that to me felt like a letdown of what I wanted for myself yeah that's such a eloquent way to phrase it because I've actually been trying to figure out a way to phrase like yes I do enjoy design and architecture and like clearly I have like an ability to do it but do I see that as my life's path like maybe not and that's Mm -hmm. okay and I think that a lot of people get caught up on the like, I spent so much time. If I give, quote unquote, give up, that means I failed. Or like, if if you have to like leave and move and do something, that means you failed in that city. Like that's not at all the case. You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. just like take what you learned and just like apply it to the next thing. Like I, there are plenty of skills that I learned like from teaching or like in design that I applied when I was trying to, be behind a mic all the time you know what I mean like presentation skills you know so I feel like you can you can take any of that um so let's see you have uh we talked about twitch for a quick second and I didn't want to glaze over that because you, you you've built quite a community in that you even call them like Natalie Academy so I mean you you got into twitch and you're like you're doing it now what like Tell us about, I know fucking nothing about Twitch. Tell me about Twitch. Don't tell us. Tell me, because I know fucking nothing. I love Twitch. Yeah. Twitch has, like, saved my life. Yeah? Like, Twitch, everyone on Twitch is just, like, I mean, I don't know where I would be without Twitch. I just started really? streaming, like, in January, but it's, like... Those people are just the most, I feel like they're my friends. I feel like they're the people that I want to tell when something happens. Like, every day that I go on, I just kind of, like, that's cool. catch up with people and like we have like really good talks like we talk That's about everything cool. i don't know we play video games it's like open therapy it is like the other, the other day we all just fucking talked about the times we got cheated on and oh like my God. i didn't even say that much like other people were just telling about like things that happened to them wow. like i feel like everyone is, is just like a really supportive place mm-hmm. and um i felt like i was yeah, I didn't know what to expect when I started streaming, but like I think that you really just do shape the type of community that you want. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I'm very fortunate to have a lot of people that support me and support each other and just kind of want to be in like a space where we can like have fun, play video games and like shoot the shit. And yeah, it's just like it's it's nice. Do you feel like they that community keeps you accountable to like keep doing the things that you say that you're going to do um or do you feel like if that's not it is there something or someone in your life that like is that voice I feel like I keep myself pretty accountable like Mm -hmm. I think that I just want I just want to succeed because that's like all that I have so it's like this is what I have my career is what I have it's the only thing I have so it's like Mm -hmm. I will hold myself accountable yeah but Twitch is just like Twitch is like the group text I never had kind of yeah because like I just never really was part of like a social circle or anything like that and like I get it I don't know these people in person but it is a very like intimate relationship Mm -hmm. it's an intimate community and it's something that it's very special and that people like don't understand until they're a part of it yeah I actually was thinking about like trying to start like myself I have a game that I actually want to try to stream that I think people of my age group might actually enjoy watching and I bought it like a year ago but I had it as a kid it's the Barbie genie like desktop game what is that oh my god I'm actually I'm gonna pull it out and I want to see it oh my god look at it Magic Genie helps you find Barbie's Genie missing power gems. Uh, yeah. This was my only... You could resell that for like $5,000. Oh my God. I bought it for like 30 bucks. Is it, First of all, could there not be more of a household game? It's such a good I game. I mean, please. Look at my mood completely changed looking at this. Yeah, like you need that. I think there are a lot of people that would like enjoy it. I, this was the only game that I played like that I wanted like as a kid to like play on the computer. Oh my God. And then I don't even know what happened to it. Like we never, my parents like never moved or anything like that. So I don't know. But then I remembered it and last year and I'm like, I'm going to buy it. And I found it and I bought it. And I think I want to stream 
like doing it again. I think it'd be nostalgic. Yeah, I think people would love that. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. So it's a CD-ROM, and it's like a thing that you can hold. Like, how is it? Uh... It's like the the like genie thing. You can like take the top off, and uh-huh. it like like does something the on the game. Magically lights up. So the, the yeah. game interact like the... it interacts with the genie bottle. Wow, that's cool. It's really fucking cool. That's awesome. This is, of course, I would have this as a kid. You know what I mean. Also, you can see the little lips phone in the back. I really was having a time on Amazon. I bought that and this at the same time. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I think you'd be great at streaming. Thanks. I'm going to try. I think I might try. It'll be the next thing that I try after this fucking coloring book gets published. But <laughs> that's actually it, and about to happen because it's done. So I mean, I think that what you sh- what my I think what you should do is I think you should stream working on like your co- I don't know it is Ooh. it might be like an, too intimate for you, but I think you could stream like coloring and drawing and shit like that. Okay. Like I think a lot of people. I don't know. It might. I don't know how intimate like your process is of creating stuff. But you're yeah. such a creative person, and people really do like watching like people make things. Yeah, and like you have so you have so many resources here. Like I think people would be so down to see you like color or like make candles really? or any of the stuff that you're doing. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will stream it. I don't know. Twitch will be coming. I don't know. <laughs> but I think that's like uh, yeah. I mean, this is definitely so. I've I've started this podcast not even a year ago, and it's morphed into so many things. But like, if for the most part now, I've realized that I've been talking mostly about people's artists that I really like, love, and care about, like their origin stories, and just kind of like how they keep themselves accountable. Because I've like been using this podcast in a similar way that you kind of like do with your Twitch as like a community base where people know what I'm working on and like. Like the perfect example is the coloring book and stuff like that. But uh, I have to come here and have to report. Like (laughs) I did this this week or like I was supposed to do this and I didn't do it. Or like, you know, and and that like not guilt, but like that being able to talk to someone about it who can relate about Mm -hmm. their projects, you know, that means something to me. Totally. You know, and I, I want to be able to give a platform to like those people that, I know that you work on so many fucking cool things. Like you have a magazine, you host like so many shows, like you do so much stuff. You're like touring next week, which I'm also so happy I caught you before you went on tour. (laughs) And like in all of your projects, like I guess what's the most important thing to you right now? Like and how you kind of already answered, like you keep yourself accountable. But are there like certain things that you do, like rituals or anything that you do that like make you do it more, you know? Um, the most important thing to me would be my stand up. I mm-hmm. think that's like what has always been like consistently mattered to me. Mm-hmm. Um, man, how do I keep myself accountable? I, it's it's just like I'm an I'm an obsessive person. Like yeah. I just I think I like when I started this shit. I like honestly realized that I wasn't. I wasn't like keeping myself accountable to certain really? things. Yeah, to accountable for for my own projects. Like, um, like I it, it, if I didn't say it out loud, mm-hmm. it didn't happen. Okay, you know, or if I don't write it down. Okay, if I don't vision board it in some way or another, it does not happen. And I don't know if that's my own sickness. Okay, or 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 if you've like experienced that, but it's possible that you know. Like, when I'm depressed, like, and going over, like, humps, I need a goal. Right. You know? Like, if my goal is I've been working so hard and I want to, like, take a break, uh, like, for two days, Mm -hmm. a weekend, I don't know. Like, I need a goal to, like, work towards. And, like, I guess in your career, like, what's the thing? Like, if comedy is the most important thing, is, like, the thing you're working towards is to, like, be on tour all the time? Is it to, like, sell out stadiums? Like... You're four years in. Like, what does double the time look like for you? I guess. Um, double the time. Yeah. I definitely want to be more than double as successful. Yeah. I want to. You will be. I mean, I want to be on TV. I want to be touring. I want to be selling places out. I want to have. TV? I want. I want to have like my stand-up sets on TV, and mm-hmm. I. 
Do you want to like act or anything like that? Or are you saying just like you want your... I always imagine like my stand-up career would circle back into acting, mm-hmm. but I don't know, whatever the future holds. Yeah. Yeah. I sometimes like, I don't know, miss doing like skit type stuff mm-hmm. and just being goofy. And I've been taking like a nod from you and like trying to do like more... It's like two minutes, like just do a stupid reel or something like that. And that like kind of like gets my creative like juices flowing in that way. And they're like, I don't know. It's healing my inner child. I <laughs> love the, the reels you've been making are awesome. Thank I've been watching you. them. I love them. Thank you. I think one thing that I do is the one place I write things down is like the notes on my phone. I yeah. mean, I'm always writing. That's the one place I keep track of things. Okay, here we go. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but that's the one The one place I keep track of things is the notes on my phone. Okay, cool. That I guess. And I do feel like I talk to, I'm always talking to someone on the phone. Yeah. That's the thing is exactly that is like talking it out loud, I think, is like so. Yeah. Like that's the thing that like keeps most people, I think, accountable. But I don't know if I'm like saying what I'm going to do. I think I just like. I don't know. I feel it's it's weird because, you know, I have a tendency, as you know, like when I'm dating someone, like I tend to lose myself a bit. Mm-hmm. And I am like a bit of a serial monogamous and there are several instances where like I've dated someone and lost myself a bit. So yeah. like that, been that way. knowing that and like having that motiva- motivation and that fire under my ass has almost been enough to hold myself accountable for a lot of the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And like as and in a general sense and then in a specific in like specific little things it's like every day I'll make like a list of things on my phone and then I'll just like go back and look at them and then I just I honestly feel like what I need to hold myself accountable for is like taking time to myself Mm -hmm. and I just feel like there's not enough time in the day for that (laughs) there is there is you just have to get up earlier unfortunately but I'm tired I know isn't sleep taking time for yourself yeah 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 I mean you also I'm sure like get in late too you know what I mean like that's a Mm -hmm. different schedule but I mean sleep is so important at six to eight hours is what I'm told um you like you said something just now that like sparked something in my head too what was it though (laughs) oh I I've never talked about this actually on this podcast before, but I've been in that same position in terms of like being in a relationship and sort of like losing yourself. And I've been thinking about it more recently, not in terms of like, did I lose myself in the current relationship that I'm in, but concurrently COVID happened at the same time. Mm -hmm. And there are parts of myself that I think became more like diluted or muted because of like just circumstance Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to be aware of those things and like actively get them back. So like, and it's just by like talking to my mom, did I like kind of like figure these things out? Like, I feel like my before COVID when mm-hmm. I was out all the time and not working from home and doing all this shit, like my clothes, my outfits, like e- that was like fucking everything to me. Like that's how I like expressed myself. Like it was very important to me, not in terms of a materialistic thing, but just like, this is how I'm feeling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I think in the last few years, it kind of morphed into like, I don't know what this is because I'm just trying to survive every day and like do whatever. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, am I miserable because I'm just like not expressing myself in the way that I used to? Because like, yeah, sure, I'm painting. Sure, I'm podcasting. Sure, I'm like, whatever, going for a walk or doing yoga. But like, you got to remember everything that you did beforehand and like grab it back slowly. You know what I mean? I will say this. Like I have noticed this over time about mm-hmm. you. Like even your simple. Out- so at first I noticed like your simple outfits are very put together and thoughtful. Mm-hmm. But okay. then I started noticing like you have very like unique big pieces mm-hmm. that are really cool that no one's Thank maybe ever you. seen before. And like you do have a very awesome sense of style. Thank you. That means I, a lot. I can totally see how COVID, everyone's wearing sweatpants, they're not leaving the house. You kind of do get dressed to go yeah. out. Like no one really is like putting on a full face of makeup, putting on their fucking shoes to work from home. Like no right. one's really doing that. I mean, I guess over Zoom, but still it's like no one's wearing pants. Like it's, <laughs> right. but what exactly. I think, what I think that you should do, and this is obviously just an idea, but, mm-hmm. and I know you're like getting more into making reels and like online content. Mm-hmm. I totally think that you should make like outfit videos. Ah! Like I think that would be fucking awesome. Like 
number one, I think what's like very much trending mm. is those like transition videos. Yeah, I've been like, like watching those a lot actually. Outfits changing, like mm-hmm. you snap your fingers standing. That's so simple. Mm-hmm. Just like a fucking trending song, like you snap your fingers and yeah. the outfit's changing. Or just you wearing an outfit and like text on the side saying what it is. Because yeah. Your fucking wardrobe <laughs> is crazy. It is totally a way that you express yourself. Yeah. And you do like, let alone like you're very good at putting an outfit together. You do have some pieces that are wild. Thank you. <laughs> and I do think that is like a solid point. That's something I've noticed about you. Like you're, you're very good at putting outfits together Thank and that you, you sh- and if you're even thinking of that, like, why not tap into that? I am totally mm. like, I don't care about fashion at all. <laughs> like I don't. And yeah. I have terrible fashion and it sucks. And I've always been like mad at my parents about that because <laughs> my parents look like fucking bums. And I've always, but I've always been like, oh, maybe if I was just raised by my dad, I'd have kind of normal fashion. But <laughs> my mom dresses like a, such a weirdo. Oh but like I appreciate my mom's weirdo style and I feel like that like makes me who I am too. But like yeah. why am I wearing socks with astronauts on them? I don't know. Regardless. I like your astronaut socks. <laughs> I love my mom and I love her weirdo style. But like yeah, it just the point is that sometimes mm-hmm. even though I don't give a shit about fashion and I will wear clothes that I bought at Walmart, I will still be on Instagram high out of my mind like zoned out looking at reels of just like girls snapping their fingers and changing (laughs) outfits because for some reason it's like visually pleasing or I like the song or like whatever so I really do think that there is like a whole you do have so many talents that you can tap into but if that's something that you're feeling like there's a hole in your heart because you're not expressing it you should totally Mm -hmm. go for it yeah I think that's a good idea and I'm you're like a fucking machine for shit like that. Like you, th- you are too much content. <laughs> I am a lot of content. You know what I mean? I feel like you think of that stuff like immediately. But honestly, that was another thing which is so ironic. The be- before COVID, I was just so into social media, like doing it pretty mm-hmm. and like aesthetically showing my personality through that. And then I wasn't taking pictures of myself like during COVID or like when I was home because I'm like, what's the fuck? What's the point? Like whatever. And then I like feel weird. Like, oh, I'm just taking a selfie in the same exact place every single time. I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I wasn't going out and I was like, no, I I need to let the reason why not the reason why, but I was going out and I was like putting that on social media and like putting that together like that post or video or whatever it was like that part was fun mm-hmm. so I'm like oh well yeah and obviously like I have a fucking media company like I should want to do that but like doing it for other people um that's why I like don't do anybody's social media like I'll make the content but I don't do like posting anymore was because I was like I can't be somebody else's voice I can only be my voice so I can like make a clip for your podcast or something and understand as a producer, you know, where it's funny. Mm -hmm. But I am not like to go post that and like write a caption that is what you would say. Like, I'm not I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can only do that for me. That's just the way my brain works. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I, I don't know where I was going with that. But either way, I think that those two things have been something that changed in my life for sure that I want to hone back into so like uh, we started this because you said that are there like areas in your life that you feel like you need to like not pick up the pieces up but like hone back into like oh this is me this is something I loved this is something that I want to do more of that I wasn't really doing in the past like let's say year or whatever that I'm just gonna maybe hold myself accountable to to get back to I need to take some time to myself. I need to. I need to buy new pants. I need to buy new clothes. No, really, like we'll go shopping. I look. That's what I mean, I I, lo- I lost a lot of weight, and my clothes they just look crazy. I mean, my my outfits are looking nuts. And here's the problem, Ani. I'm wearing high waisted, way too high waisted Levi's, and then they're flared at the bottom. <laughs> and then I'm wearing dirty Vans and funky socks because my mom. She loves giving me funky socks. And I love my mom. She's my best friend in the world. I love her more than anything in the world. Like my mom, I love her more than anything. What she loves is giving me funky socks. What I do is wear funky socks, dirty vans, flared Levi's that come up way too high. And like, that's a thing that you do when you're insecure. You you get high-waisted pants. Cause you think, oh, I can't wear low-rise pants cause I'm gonna flop over, okay? 
I'm not flopping over at this point anymore because I've lost so much weight because I've been whatever. But uh, I know I have. I'm gonna put the national anthem behind this. <laughs> and now I look, it's crazy. Every time I post a stand-up clip, and there's an, every time, guarantee there's gonna be a comment about how insanely high my pants are. And, and it's not that I care what people think. It's just that they're right. They are too high. They're too high. There should not be eight buttons past your belly button. There shouldn't be. I mean, it just shouldn't be this way. I need to go get new pants. I I had this same problem, and I know where to go. And <laughs> I, I even spoke about this on my stream yesterday about shoes and laces. And, oh, my and I, God. Because I said, someone, please get me some new Vans. I'm a size 8, please. Dude. They said, what about Converse? And here's the thing. I don't like the laces. And I, I said, when I go to Ani and Iris' house, because – you and Irish are two of my only friends in real life, so I name drop you guys all the time. And here's the thing, when <laughs> when I come over, you guys are a no-shoe house, so I'm not about to fucking buy Converse that's, that's and have fair. to tie and untie when that's I go fair. to my only friend's house. <laughs> so I'm sticking with Vans. Well, how about this? Let me pitch this to you. How about show shoes? Show shoes, I'll never forget. I went. I, I mean, Pat Dixon, I went to record a podcast with him and I was going to host my show after yeah. he goes, that's what you were to host? I'm like, oh my God. yes, that's what I wear. I love Pat. But here's the other thing. I think when you're a female comic, you don't want to like get overly done up anyway. Yeah. But you don't want to dress like a fucking, I mean, bum. Like the show that I did <laughs> at Governor's this past weekend, the oh host, the other comic that was a female, they both were wearing beautiful dresses. They had their hair done, beach waves. They they looked so gorgeous. And dresses? They, they were wearing dresses. It was Long Island. They were looking beautiful. <laughs> on the Lord's Day? God. It was on the Lord's Day. and But I was wearing... The, the 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 jeans with the thirty buttons up uh, up to my uh, past my navel, the the, the flare at the bottom, the, the fucking doggy mismatching socks. It it was it was a craziness. I need to go shopping. Let's go shopping. So that's what I'm not holding myself accountable for. Okay. That a day off, sleep, and um. You know, it's just a day off. I also, I yeah, think we all need to do that. I need to clean my room. The, 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 that's kind of, I wish. This is so relatable. <laughs> when I was sitting here, I think you were in there and Irish was about to start this. I was like, I, I, maybe you were in here. I was high. I want to live here. You guys have the nicest place. Like, I live in a basement. Like, hold myself accountable for move, maybe moving out of my mom's basement. This place is nice. This Thank place you is, so much. It's, like, nice. Like, I want to live here. Thank I love so the basement. Much. But I look, never want to leave. Sunlight. I mean, walls. <laughs> it's no pipe sticking out. This is gorgeous. Thank you so much. It's gorgeous here. Thank you so much. I'm really proud of it. <laughs> I had like, I, okay, maybe you feel this way too. Like I had such a thing for like a long time of, dude, I moved out of my parents' house like super abrupt at 27. And up until then, like I hadn't lived outside of like my parents' house except like in my dorm, like at college. Mm -hmm. And I never like had my own fucking living room. Like even when I moved out, like <laughs> I moved into my friend's place and like that was their house. And then I moved into a shared place and then I moved in with him. And like I never had my own <coughs> fucking living room. And like this is my first living room. And it's so cool to be like, I can put up anything I want on the wall. That yes. This is my fucking house. I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> I know. It's so cool. I love it. I'm just wondering where I'm going to be able to have my own living room. I mean, I have moved out. I lived in Brooklyn for a while. I lived in LA for a while. I lived with my ex for a while. It's just that I'm back. I'm back, baby. Well, like, that's fine. I honestly think <laughs> that that's fine. And I think it's like super common now anyways. And like I lived with my parents so long because I really wanted to buy and, like, that just didn't happen because I had to do shit. But, you know, like, instead of buying a house, I invested in a business. I love it. <laughs> Which I think, honestly, is better because I can do this from wherever I want. So I agree. Yeah. I really would like to um, go shopping. Let's do it, dude. You, I mean. And I will make a reel of it. Yes. I mean, it's. I, I feel like I've always struggled with knowing what looks good. Like, do you, and sorry, I know this is your no. podcast. No, no, I'm just no, no, ask no, you one talk. question. 
Do you this like is an open conversation? Right? I know. I don't even have prepared questions. Do you look <laughs> at like what's cool in style, or do you just have such an innate sense of like design that you're like, okay, this looks good with this, this looks good with this, bing, 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 put this on, voila. Or do you kind of like you follow things on Instagram, you look online, you're you're looking at this site, and you get kind of just like know the trends? Um, it's kind of like a little bit of everything. I think um my my, I don't know. First of all, like my family, or I guess my mom, like she always taught me to kind of like put an out, not how to put an outfit together, but that I should have one ready. Oh, you know what I mean? Like as a kid, up until fifth grade, I went to private school, so I had to wear a uniform. So anytime we had the opportunity to wear like one casual outfit, I was so hyped. Like I remember the the specific I had this one like crew neck hoodie that had a bunch of like nail polishes in a row and I fucking loved it like I'll never forget that I had it in kindergarten but I was so obsessed with like oh I want to show who I am on that one day that probably that's like kind of like where it started where if I just have this one opportunity this one impression like this is the one that I want to make and then when I got to go to public school like I would just I wanted to like not like be cool, but I didn't want to like be frumpy. You know what I mean? Like, right. or like be made fun of, like because of my clothes or like somebody think that I didn't know how to like put an outfit together because like I came from private school or something like that. Like it was just maybe out of like insecurity, but then I, I like appreciate fashion also just like as, as design. So I've always just been interested in kind of like knowing what the trend is. And then if I identify with it, then I'll like, play with it or something like that but like I've always loved like bell-bottom jeans or like I've always loved like streetwear shit like this so like even the opportunity to like make it or anything like that or like the idea of designing it or anything like that is like so fucking cool to me I definitely am gonna make household shit so like you know that's coming next (gasps) um but like I've just I don't know my my cousins in California are like super fashionable and like LA is you know just like that way and I'd spend a lot of summers there. So I always wanted to like be cool and like whatever, get the cool stuff like with them, stuff like that. So I don't know. It's just like always kind of been a little bit of part of me here and there. But now I'm just like, if I like this, I'm going to fucking wear it. Hell yeah. I don't even care anymore. Yeah. I feel like, ugh, damn. You should just do it because people are going to comment on whatever you're wearing regardless. It's just hard because... I know what looks good when I see it, mm-hmm. but I have a hard time putting it together. Like, okay. I know that my outfit, I know like once I put it together, I'm like, oh, that looks good. <laughs> but I don't even know what things to put together. Yeah. Well, like what I do now, because so Jesus Christ, like between I've moved so many times in the last three years, Like, I moved six times in the last three years. Mm-hmm. And each time I've like had to purge clothing. And each time I've like been poor and needed to also sell clothing. So like I got rid of so much shit. And like also being an interior designer, I always felt like I at work I needed to be fashionable. But now like that stuff I don't I would never like I wouldn't really wear anymore because it's super corporate. Right. So I got rid of all my shit. And now what I do is I just like take some stuff out that like will be weather appropriate for the week. And then I, like, pair outfits, and I'll just, like, do... At the beginning of the week? Yeah, like, on Sunday night or whatever, just, like, you know, at the beginning of the week or something, I'll just, like, put together, like, five outfits, and it's just, like, helpful because I'm really busy through the week. And I'll just put it at the, the front of my closet. And then each time I think of an outfit, I'll hang it up, and I'll just, like, have it ready. My clothes are in piles on tables. <laughs> okay, that's that. I'm gonna come over. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, no, I. Uh, it 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 also helps to color coordinate your your closet. I don't really do that anymore, but I used to do that. Um, yeah, it might make you feel good to do that actually, or like color coordinate, or like just put together things by like season. You know, wow, this yeah. is taking like that's you're so organized. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. I have a lot of OCD. Like this is my OCD is like organizing. But it comes out in good outfits. Thank you. Damn. <laughs> I'm getting overwhelmed just thinking about my clothing. <laughs> don't don't don't. But it's all I have so many shirts and they're all so fucking ugly. No, 
Yeah. <laughs> Every day my mom's like, you need to get rid of your clothes. You need to, what are you doing? And I'm just like, no. No. I mean, like, I would go through and, like, I, I mean, it does help to see what you actually, like, wear and don't wear. But, yeah. you know, then you can make outfits out of the things that you wear and then... You can be like, do I actually wear this T-shirt from like seven years ago that I actually thought I liked then, but I've actually never worn it? You know what I mean? I have all of these pants. So I have <laughs> I have pants. I have 26s, 27s, 28s, and 29s. I have all oh, I four. Got, I got the spectrum too. And I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to throw, throw out the sizes that I'm not? Or what if my weight fluctuates again? And the same with bras. I'm mm. like, do I just keep the random stuff? The bras you should change every six months because your boobs change. Well, I, yeah, I, I feel like you I know? got new bras, but now I have, I have, I mean, like someone could go, anyone could come shopping at my home because I've got every size because I, this I'm, is what I'm, I do. I'm fluctuating when I, And you're gonna through when you're 30 because that's what happened to me. <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. I will keep normally like, I can't believe I've never talked about this before, but like I will keep like one of each size that I oh. really, really like. And then I will, and like more of the ones that I'm closer to that size at that time, because more likely than not, if you're like, if I know I'm like a 26, I'm not going to be a 29 anytime soon. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. So you can like part with that and be like, there's no reason I should be a 29 anytime soon from a 26. So if I am, then I'll just get new pants. That's valid. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I have... Okay. That's true. Yeah. I don't know why I'm like hoarding every size. I, I do it too. I do. And it wasn't until I was like forced to be like, oh, fuck, I'll just go through it. And like, it pained me each time to like go through my closet because I fucking love my clothes. But like, yeah. I had to because that it wasn't... I was just ending up wearing sweatpants every day because I, I was too overwhelmed. You it know? is overwhelming. Yeah. And like having the... Keeping the quality pieces too... And like putting those together, like that's that's helpful. Damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I'm going away, and uh, I don't even know what I'm gonna pack. Yo, we'll we'll make a reel about it. I just want to go shopping again, so I can. My favorite <laughs> store ever, Aritzia. Ooh, that that clothes you, are that very should, soft. I bet you didn't expect it. What I like is this. My look. Okay, this is my <laughs> yes, my dream look. Yes, covered in tattoos. However. Ooh. Classy, Aritzia, earthy. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. It's clean. Ooh. It's neutral. It's Aritzia. <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored by Aritzia. <laughs> but yours should be <laughs> with I that wish. ad. Why don't, why? It's my favorite store. Tell me, tell me five things that you love about it right now. Okay. I love their jumpsuits. Mm -hmm. I love, I love the originality in the design. I love the way the clothes fit. Ooh. I love the quality of the clothes. Oh my God. Okay, Aritzia, fuck you. <laughs> like literally, fuck you and your mother. Your clothes are so good. I have tagged them. I have gone there. Every time I go shopping at Aritzia, I do this thing that makes me feel like a poor person. Where I go, I buy the clothes and I go, excuse me, do you mind if I use your dressing room to change into this? <laughs> that is such a like pleased customer. That's like, I'm so excited to wear this. <laughs> I come out and I'm like wearing a completely different outfit and I'm like, thank you. I go perform on like a sh bar show for three people in my new <laughs> fucking $300 outfit. Uh, and then oh my I'm God. a bomb for like two drunkards in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. But great outfit. But, um, mwah. yeah. Yeah. Mm. Stylish. Yeah. The thing about Aritzia is it's perfect. It's perfection in a closet. Wow. Mm. I, it's my favorite. I, you're if, selling me right if now. If I could go to any store, and you know what? They sell Levi's. They sell they sell the jeans I like. Wow. They sell the 30 the, buttons. They Yeah, but they also if have you the want them. If you want them. They also, I love, I had this jumpsuit that I loved, and I got rid of it because I got too fat, and now I'm skinny enough to wear it, but I don't have it anymore, and they don't make it anymore. But it's like this jumpsuit. You can pull, you pull it up, you zip on the side, and then there's a little wrap and a tie. Classy. Mwah, salmon colored. I used to wear it in Paris. Salmon. Oh, oh my wow. God. I went to Paris as an au pair. It was so glamorous. It was like three years ago. Wait, how long in the 
podcast did you wait to tell me fucking that? Um, 45 minutes to say I was an au pair in Paris? Go with the salmon jumpsuits. Oh, when I wore salmon jumpsuits. Yes. When was this? Uh, it was like three years ago. What? This is so recent. It was in 2019. I asked you about your background and you were like, four years ago, I started comedy. I'm like, what about the au pair in Paris? I was only in Paris for a week. It's what? When I lived in LA. Yeah. Okay, so I I really love kids. Like I'm meant to be a mom. Okay. I am meant to be a mom. But I, I there I I when I was in LA, I was a nanny for this kid mm -hmm. and he was awesome. He was like an eight year old kid. And um when I moved back to New York, his mom was like, Hey, we're going to Paris and we need a babysitter. Like he loves you so much. He's like, You're his favorite babysitter, so we'll fly you to Paris for a week. And your salmon jumpsuit. <laughs> And you best wear your salmon jumpsuit, bitch. <laughs> um, no, I didn't wear the salmon jumpsuit to like babysit. You know, they were yeah. They lived in a hotel in L.A. Oof. They were Money. fun. So um, and the cool thing about it. So my best friend from college, mm -hmm. he worked for them, too. And it was like a, it was an art gallery. So he was in Paris as well. So boy, did we have so, la la. We had so much fun. <laughs> we took the city by storm. Oh, I, ba wow. I babysat by day. Sometimes I worked like the art booth because that's why they were there. And then we like went out on the town at night. It was so fun. And what? the last night, my friend, he like got sick. And so he like couldn't go out. So I went to the Eiffel Tower by myself the last oh. night in Paris. It was so lovely. <laughs> I love Paris. Oh my God. I think you should go back to Paris. I know. <laughs> I think this is what we figured out. And like the sweetest thing ever when I first got there, his mom was like, oh my God. Like the kid's mom was like, yeah. oh my God, he's going to be so happy. He's going to wake up and his favorite person in the world's going to be here. Oh and I my was like, God. You're like, what about you, his mom? I'm like, I'm his real mom. <laughs> oh my God. And later when I dated someone who had a kid a similar age, the kid was like, why are you so good with kids? I was like, well, I was a nanny for like an, another kid your mm -hmm. same age. And he's wow. like, wow. It's like, wow. It's like all that age kids are the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they are. <laughs> well, I mean, that's fucking cool, though. Oh, my God. It so, was so fun. Uh, I really love Paris. Do you love travel? I do like to travel. I am a Sagittarius, after all. Dude, I love travel. I that's that Actually, that's another thing, too, that just by proxy of it, COVID, like, wasn't able to do that. But swear to God, like, I was on a plane so motherfucking often before a anybody who knows me pre-covid can fucking attest to this that i was constantly on a plane somewhere and that's like my favorite thing to do to like it's so cathartic for me to just that's how i let shit go and man do i miss fucking doing that it's just so fun to like meet people in a new city yeah. like for some reason it's just such a bonding connection when you meet people mm -hmm. in new places and like I, I some of the best times i've had are with people that i've only hung out with once mm -hmm. and it's been in a completely new place yeah and or like those friends that you like didn't expect are going to be like so great to travel with but they're like the best people to travel with you know so oh shout out to those you know who you are um but i i can't wait to get back to that i'm i'm excited because things are starting to come along but you know and you're going on tour I am. Where are you going? This will be out before you go. I'm going to Houston, San Antonio, Austin, Fort Worth, Boca Raton, Naples, and Tampa in the first couple weeks of May. Okay, cool. So if you live in those cities in Texas and Florida, I would love to see you there. Where can they get tickets? Uh, NatalieCuomo.com slash shows. Hell yeah. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, What time is it? Hold on, let me make sure I'm not doing this too soon because I don't think that I am. Okay, so we're gonna do the one segment, mm. which we've kind of been doing this whole time, but we'll we'll wrap it up and then we'll we'll do where we can find everybody. Uh, so my last, my only segment that I have is like a, the manifesting accountability segment of the podcast. So Love it really that. is the theme, anyways. But I think we've kind of figured out what we're what we're each gonna maybe do. So I'm gonna speak mine into existence. So the coloring book is done. 
uh, hopefully by the time that this episode is out, the editor will have gotten back to me and I'll be able to put it out. Um, also, just like keep you updated. Maybe I'll make a reel about it. Maybe I'll make an announcement reel or two about it. I won't push myself too much. That's what I'm gonna be accountable for. Um, and my outfits. Boom. Those are my those are my two things. What about your outfits? I am gonna continue to try to put together my outfits and like build back my closet slash expression in that way. Love it. Yes, that's what I'm gonna do. So no pressure, but. If you would like to put something out there, go for it. I need to, um, fuck. I think I'm going to clean my room. You're going to clean your room. And, uh, shit. Maybe I'll take a tiny bit more time for myself, but I don't know. What does that mean? What does that mean? You got to be specific. Okay, so I'm going to clean my room. Mm Mm-hmm. This is a lesson for everyone. You gotta be specific in the manifestation or it won't happen. I'm gonna clean my room. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put together outfits for your tour via your I'm gonna get a new <laughs> pair of pants. Yes. Yeah. Boom. No more 30 buttons. I don't know. Unless you like that. And if you like that, you should wear that. Here's the thing. 30 buttons. I can honestly, I can rock them. However, I you, think you should if you but want I that. I need different shoes on the bottom because okay. the shoes. It's the shoes then. I don't know if you saw the stand-up clip I posted yesterday. It's yeah. crazy with the, the shoes. Uh, you must have seen it. But, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what I pay attention to, but I did. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so um, I need to either fix my shoe situation or fix my pant situation um, for the road. And I also need to clean my room. Um, I will I need to put my laundry away. Yeah, I will. I will emphasize the shoe thing with. And I'll leave you guys with this before I do plugs. Is somebody else told me this too? It's like buy the bag or buy the shoes. I think Kevin Hart has a similar quote or something like that. Like buy the shoes because that puts you in the mindset to think you deserve the shoes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And all that like little like. Sub- subconsciously that builds up over time in everything that you do. So like the longer you prolong thinking you deserve that, like the longer more things will like wait to happen. So fucking go buy the shoes. I'm going to go buy shoes. I don't know. We're all going to go buy shoes. Yes. Um, (laughs) Remember that video that was like shoes. Shoes. (laughs) Oh my God. Shoes. That I fucking grew up on that video. That guy and Jenna Marbles. But yeah. Oh, uh, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Natalie Cuomo underscore or twitch.tv slash Natalie Cuomo, youtube.com slash Natalie Cuomo at Natalie Cuomo on all other platforms. Yes, and check out her podcast, Help, that comes out every Thursday, recorded here at Too Much Content. And you guys know where to find me, Ani underscore Moosh on Instagram and Twitter. And check out my website, animushmedia.com. Um, for, I put new art up. Oh, I put new art up. I put a bunch of new art up, actually. Like three or four new pieces. And I put candles up. So, fuck, I forgot to mention that last time. But yay, I put new stuff up. I'm doing it, guys. Yay. yay. Uh, and check out everything on too much content.live, uh, dot com Or not dot .com, but that's our website. Too much, too much content.live and our Instagram um irish and i by this time this episode is out we'll have started too much fun so definitely tap into (gasps) that uh hopefully natalie will stop by on that one as well and i love you guys catch you next week peace